Do you read, Moya? No. Pity. There are things men have written of such beauty and wisdom. So, beauty and wisdom. Can they tell me why Rome must destroy my people? Because it is the way of nature. We are the superior civilization. One day, the entire world will know the peace of Rome. You can give it up, or I can take it. Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, Ooh. the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Gross, gross, gross. Yeah. And we are here talking about the second exciting installment of Highlander, The Search for Vengeance. That's right. This is episode two on our first episode. Eamon, do you want to give us a little recap of what has happened so far in a few words? Yes. In the future, Colin McLeod is searching for someone? Searching for vengeance? (laughs) For vengeance? He's apparently searching for vengeance. He's searching for vengeance, and he fights a bunch of mutants, and one of them drives a chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's a car. There's There's a ghost Maybe. Maybe. There's spider robots in a ruined New York City, and Colin just was kidnapped, and he rescued himself from kidnapping. <laughs> he rescued himself? <laughs> is it called rescuing yourself, or is it just escaping? I guess it's just escaping. He rescued me. That's what that Dennis Leary show's about. Uh, he just met <laughs> a little kid named Joe. That's right. And Joe gave him the skinny on getting to Rudy. Rudy, I just said Rubies. Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays because he wants a half price burger. burger. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna get visit that salad bar. <laughs> and yeah, and he gave Rudy some money. A hundred bucks. Or he gave Joe money. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Whatever their names are. <laughs> but he's gonna give Rudy money too soon. Rudy Tootie. That's right. Cole Rudy. All right. So shall we pick it up? Uh, um, so Joe says, "Go to Rudy's for some whiskey. Look for the cowhead." And then as he leaves, we see that Joe and Colin are not alone. Right. They're being watched by some armed people. By watchers. Right. No, just kidding. Dahlia. Dahlia Dahlia Al Ghul. That's right. (laughs) I thinking that the whole time, too. (laughs) Dahlia Al Ghul. So, like, Dahlia is wearing... She has short red hair. She's wearing a She's got those mutton chops that everyone has. She has mutton chops. (laughs) And then she's wearing a bra, a, like, leather skirt, and, like, garter belts yeah <laughs> she's basically and in her underwear 90 percent of the movie yeah. yeah if she's not in her underwear she's naked in yep. the movie mm-hmm. so yes that's this character's even visualization deal. even when she's storming a <laughs> facility 
You don't want to wear a gunfire. Yeah. And like. She's just in a bra and panties. Yep. That's okay. She's going to have a chick fight with someone who's similarly disrobed. That's, that's true. <laughs> so we cut to Rudy's bar. This is a bar that's like in a basement, but there's a portrait of Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> wait, I didn't notice this. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, so that's why it's. America's wait. mayor? Yeah. So we America's think Rudy's. Mayor, but he's also named Rudy. Right. The bartender's Rudy. Yeah. But the bar might be Rudy. Wow, I did not notice that. Yeah, there's like a, a painting or a framed photo. Wow. Well, it's not literally Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. It's, it's not? 2187. Well, the painting can exist. Yeah. yeah. So do we think this bar is an homage, like a post 9 11 nod to Rudy? Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that's probably the best. Him being in this is probably the best thing to happen to Rudy since 9 11. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Uh, so Colin gets a, a bottle of scotch or whatever, takes it. It's, there's some like soul Motown playing. Yeah. It's a hip joint, right? Yeah, it's really hip. Yeah, it's really hip. Uh, it but seems to be the the bar's clientele seems to be all Mario's, <laughs> a whole series and of Mario's. Rudy himself also resembles Mario. Yeah, Mario, 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 Mario. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant Mario Batali. No, 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 Mario, Mario, Mario Batali. No, no. Although the next yeah, scene has a yeah. very, very Mario Batali esque character. Yeah. So <laughs> Dahlia comes into the bar. I guess she's maybe followed Colin here. Yeah. And this fucking clown Freddy grabs her. And he's like, uh, I got the money. Give me the goods. And if you don't, I'm just going to take it. So here we go. Here yeah, right it here begins. Classic Highlander fashion. Then she pulls a knife out and like puts it to his nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you a choice, Freddy. You can either back off or you can go home with your little friends in a paper cup. Yeah. <laughs> So, so like, she has moxie, apparently. To yeah. this, she's a strong female character. Yeah, that's right. That's what a strong female character is, right? Sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, Colin McLeod is giving himself alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> he drinks half a fifth of whiskey <laughs> in five it, minutes. Less. <laughs> yeah. Less than five minutes. That's our hero. Also, he does that's nothing to help. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, the He's woman. a very apathetic Not that hero. she needs help, but... Like no, she's why not? Help. I'm just like yeah. Why not help? Yeah, why right. not prevent the woman from being raped? Yeah, sure. That's what I would hopefully do. Prevent. That's what I would hopefully. Well, I mean, do. I think. But yeah, I mean, prevent rape is a uh, you know a good a good thing. Sorry, what <laughs> yeah. am I talking about? Yeah, preventing rape is a good thing. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Yeah, we that. can all agree. Sure. Well, we should mention the bartender. Well, I guess we mentioned earlier the bartender is voiced by none other than Mr. Jim Burns, Jimmy. which is I guess funny because he's a bartender in the show. Yeah. Highlander of the series. Oh, that to, show. To clarify. To clarify the show you meant. I think yeah. you meant Cheers. I was... <laughs> yep, he's in Cheers. Yeah. Joe Dawson is Ted dancing mm -hmm. in yeah. Cheers. Joe Dawson, Jim Burns. <laughs> Dolly seals, sees Mac in the corner and she's like, You don't need to drink that. All you need is me. And then we and he's get like, what? And there's a crazy quick flash to a woman being crucified. And, and I was like, Holy oh, shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, there is a woman being crucified. And it's like, oh, this is surprising. Right. Yeah. Uh so as Dolly, I mean called her Talia. Uh uh, walks towards him she like morphs into another woman and so this is like our flashback mm -hmm. transition uh and so the title card says northern england 125 ad deep flashback yes also at this point i was very confused because in the u.s version again we meet in the very first scene 
we see Colin as like a Scottish Highland guy. Yeah. Right. And the the when the title card was like Northern England, I was like, like you mean what? Y- you mean Northern Northern England? It's called Scotland. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that's what it meant. No, this is really supposed to be, I guess, Northern England, but there's some geographical problems later and we'll get to that. But let's talk about the flashback. So they're at like a big gathering. Not the gathering. <laughs> right. A different one. A different, different gathering. There's a fire and they're celebrating. Or I guess they're not celebrating, but they're getting ready to fight Roman warriors. Yeah, they're going to go day. into battle the next day. Yeah. It looks cool. It's all like orange. I like the way, like, the, the color palette on it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we do see another, this other woman that he saw before who echoes that line, you don't need to get drunk. You just need, need me. me. Right. And then he dunks a beer on his friend's head. Yeah. yeah. His friend, who I have definitely seen this anime character before, like this kind of like mustache bearded, man. Mustache <laughs> guy <laughs> whose mouth can like encompass his entire head. Mm. Like this is like an anime character after a fashion. It says, To our fearless leader who has less trouble conquering Romans than he does his wife. <laughs> At which point he pours the contents of like this ale horn on his head like it's Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. He just that guy just won the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl of mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his girlfriend, they're like, let's go have sex in our weird teepee. Our giant, our <laughs> giant his wife. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, him and his, his wife, wife. are going to go bang in the, like, Is it a yurt? the four story <laughs> teepee that yeah. they've got. So uh, it's to glory. There's like a big speech to glory, to honor. The most generic shit yeah. ever. Right. They all raise their swords, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they go into bang around. To, to freedom, to glory, to honor. For honor. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> do they ever say who these people are? No. No. It's odd. I'm like, who are... Like, yeah, I don't know who these people are. They're just a bunch of crumb bums. I don't <laughs> know. Colin's got, like, a pretty ornate crib. It's all, like, decked out with shit. I mean, yeah. for a teepee, it, I guess it's pretty nice. For a teepee, it's like the fucking Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> but he says he will love no other till the day I die. Ooh. And then she's like, what which prompted is tomorrow. Him to, yeah, which, <laughs> what prompted him to say that? Also, harsh follow-up from yeah. Moya, we find out her name Yeah, her is. name is yeah. Moya. Moya. I, at first, I was like, Moira? Moya. I kept on wanting it to be Moira, but it's not. It's Moya. It's Moya. Is that a, I should have looked this up. Is that a traditional English, old English name? Moya. I don't know. I didn't look at it. It's either. a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> as, as opposed to Colin. Yeah. As opposed to Colin. <laughs> yeah. You, I'm sure you looked up and determined it was an old English name. Well, no, but yeah, that's like a traditional Colin. Is yeah. it? I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a traditional like Scottish name though. Mm. Colin. Yeah. But well, we're not in Scotland. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Or maybe they are in Scotland in the director's cut. We don't know. Where they that's are, true. Where yeah. they are is of never established yeah, in the director's not. cut. Yeah. But she's like... You're going to face off against... Uh, 2,000 legionnaires. Yeah. And Colin only has 400 men. Colin's like, I just want a proper farewell, which means fucking... fucking. Oh, was that what that meant? Uh-huh. I thought it was like a special handshake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which uh, is, consequently, uh, one way of describing fucking. Sure, true. I guess a special, special handshake. Special handshake. But Colin says it's better to fight than to live as slaves, and they have to keep their honor. Uh, so I guess Colin knows they're going to die, but it's like, well, that's better than the alternative. So Right, but she's like, no, you got to live. Like, my father didn't leave you in charge so that you could get everybody killed. Right. So they drink some wine. They toast to victory. Or do both of them drink? Uh-uh. Uh-oh. They toast. And then he says either you are my life or you are my wife. <laughs> I think he says my life. Okay. My life. <laughs> my life. <laughs> I thought he said, you are my wife, and I was like, amazing. no, duh. No, yeah. <laughs> we know already. You said that. 
You are my wife. He's drugged. Right. So he gets drugged. He collapses. So we don't really know what his wife's game is yet. But she's Mm-mm. like, ah, please forgive me. Mm. So then we cut. Hey, is there going to be more threats of sexual violence? Yes. Right Two now. in a row. <laughs> Two in a row. So we go to a Roman camp and Moya has shown up and she says she needs to talk to Marcus Octavius. And then for no reason, a guard's like, I could rape you and kill you and no one would care. It's like, oh, boy. Like, great. <laughs> great. <Okay. laughs> like, stop bragging. Why, why say that? I guess to establish that in this timeline, Romans are the bad guys. I guess. Or, like, and also, like, perspective. he's showing yeah. off in front of his front of his bros. He's yeah. like, yo, yeah. guys. He's like, I could rape her. No yeah. one would care. Yeah, I could rape and murder this defenseless person. Yeah, cool, bro. Nice spear. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Marcus dick. Uh, comes out, and he's got, like, well, the, the zoom to Marcus is pretty cool. I yeah. dig this. Uh, but, like, Marcus's tent is bananas. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, it the has in this maybe a 12-ton statue of an eagle. <laughs> yeah. it, it is the biggest <laughs> What crazy- love has to carry that around? <laughs> yeah. But it's awesome. This is pretty cool. It was. Um, yeah, he, he intercedes on her behalf. Right. He has, like, scrolls and stuff. Right, and he's asking if she can read. Or she asks him, like, why do you need to kill my people uh and this is the clip at the top of the episode and he says it's because it's the way of nature we are a superior civilization so he's a piece of shit racist uh and he says one day the entire world will know the peace of rome so anyway he thinks it's his like duty to conquer basically the earth in the name of rome in the name of rome Rome. um and she is asking him not to do that yeah He's like, well, what are you gonna? What are you gonna offer me in return? <laughs> that is actually what this character's voice sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's just like that. It was a Ted. Do you know how to read? It's classic Roman accent. <laughs> that's a, that's they also, a pity. They also sound like kind of like a Rocky Balboa dropped yo, on a brick. Yo, Moya, yo, Moya, man of written some of the most beautiful poetry of all time. So then she's like, "I'll fuck you," and she right, takes and her she takes off. her clothes off, yeah. and then she brutally stabs <laughs> she him. Stabs and this is the, shit the death so in this movie. Visceral, <laughs> like she like stabs him repeatedly, and they're just fountains of blood. And his face contorts into, like, a zombie. Yeah, yeah. it's horrifying. I was curious, Eamon, is this a Kawajiri thing in all his movies? Like, I noticed when everybody's dead, like, their eyeballs are, yeah. like, bananas. <laughs> like, they're all going in different directions, or they're yeah. rolled back in their head. It's uh, definitely a, a design, yeah. a conscious design But, yeah, it's, it was, I guess it's cool. I mean, yeah. It's a bunch of visual flair, and it yeah. was gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's fountains of blood. Very gross. He, like, turns into the Crypt Keeper. Like, <laughs> he does. Yeah. Does he have blood coming out of his eyes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yes, he does. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's savage. Yeah. <sighs> so then she escapes. Yep. But who... Or does she? Yeah. <laughs> who finds her but a bloody Marcus? Yeah, That's with right. a knife still sticking out of his chest. Uh, and he, like, fucking chokeslams her against the wall. Uh, she's freaking out, and he says she will watch everything she loves die tonight. So they're, like, moving forward the attack to tonight instead yeah. of tomorrow. Uh, and then this is fucking awful. They crucify her on a hill so she can watch, watch the, the attack. Battle. Yeah. Uh, at which fucking point, brutal. there's some yelling, and Colin wakes up on the floor of his yurt, which yeah. is now, like, catching fire. Right. As we get a montage of all of his buddies being brutally slain. One guy, well, there's like this spear stabbing. One guy gets his head cut in, in half, half, not, not yeah. off, just in, in half, half horizontally, yeah. <laughs> like from ear to ear. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like nuts. This is uh, not one for the kids. No. This Can you imagine if they did children. that like in the live action movies or the TV show? Like cut someone's head in half. Yeah. yeah. Well. 
They do. They do have the heads flying off. That's I true. guess they don't. And and in Highlander three, we do have a decapitated head that speaks. That speaks. Oh, wow, that's true. So we've Not really done all this for you. <laughs> yeah. So Colin gets killed in this. Like uh, the house, his house falls right. on him, and that seemingly kills him. Right. So we wake up like he. We cut to later, and like everything's ashes. And this is cool because everything's like in black and white except for like the blood, the blood. which is it's cool. a cool look. Uh, so he like pulls his way out of the rubble and he looks up on like the cliff or hill and he sees the cross and has a religious experience and lives the rest of his life in peaceful solitude. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> this is the end of the movie. That's okay, right. uh, that's it. This was a short movie from Kawajiri. Right. Yeah, um, but I think this, the cross motif is definitely something that's kind of I think important. Like this is a visual cue that ties together Moya and Dahlia. Yeah, like Dahlia, Dahlia wears a wear- cross around her neck and, and is religious. In good. That's right. So Colin runs up the hill and I guess, you know, pulls Moya off the cross. Yeah. And she's alive. She's alive. Again. So everything's Thor. great. It's a happy ending. Yep. She survived the crucifixion. <laughs> but she makes him swear, swear that he will not try to seek revenge. Yep. Which he does, and he honors it, and it's a very short movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally, she's like, don't do it. And he's like, I promise. And then she dies, and he's like, psych. psych. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I will fucking Buggy. kill everyone. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> As is said later in this yeah, movie. Like, I like that one. Not. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh. Whoever wrote that? David Abramowitz. <laughs> yeah. David Abramowitz. Come on. <laughs> That might have been something at the like producer level later, like yeah. when they saw they like add that. Yeah, add this not joke. <laughs> no, well, like he does like the old trick where he's like, she's like, promise me, promise me, and then he's like, I promise, <laughs> dead, and then he pauses for her to die, and then he's like, to seek revenge forever. <laughs> <laughs> But he's very sad, as we all are, yeah. as the viewing audience. Very sad. That she's dead. I haven't been this sad since since Malik died. Oh, yeah, Terrence Malik. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Malik. Uh, so anyway, we cut back to the previous scene at Rudy Giuliani's bar. And Moya's like, you don't need that drink. You just need me. And Colin's like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. But then Dahlia says the cops are going to be coming for him and offers to, like, help him. And they hear, like, sirens outside. Uh, so they go both go running out of a fire escape. And th- that was another thing. I was like, is this a basement bar? They leave. They, it, it is. But, he, what, but they enters, leave from, like, the third story. Uh, See? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You got nothing. So they go into, like, a broken down church this is a pretty cool shot this is cool yeah, they this... go to saint patrick's cathedral oh yeah that's what that is yeah, yeah. that's what that is <laughs> but yeah it's a like cool like 3d kind of shot so. yeah it looks good and she's yeah. lighting a candle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they have a little religious conversation about this so dahlia i guess thinks <laughs> god is real how are you finishing that sentence <laughs> <laughs> but Colin thinks if he does exist, he's like a sadistic bastard. But I guess her point of view is that, like, God didn't do this. We did this. Right. right. Like, they caused the wars and global warming. and She does not everything. expect God to intercede on that Chinese hoax, global warming. That's right. So what do we make of this interaction? Do we think this, like, pays off? Is this, like, really thematically important? Or is this... What is this? It feels like it should be. Like, it feels like it should be central in some way. I can imagine this used to be more thematically important. (laughs) Like, in the script initially, I feel like this is a centerpiece of some of it. Mm -hmm. Like, this religious tension. Maybe not the centerpiece, but a a strong theme throughout it that maybe got cut out. I mean, I I like the visual stuff. I mean, the candle stuff comes back later, I suppose. Right. Uh, Just as a visual thing. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't don't know. I don't know if there's a payoff. 
it's hardly a discussion. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like two lines that are clearly diametrically opposed, I suppose. Yeah. Opposed, I suppose. Opposed, I suppose. This is like Hamilton lyrics. Diametrically Yeah, isn't that a Hamilton lyric? Diametrically opposed foes. Foes. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Hashtag accidental Hamilton. Also, side note, he's borderline older than Christianity. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine he has a complicated relationship with the subject. Yeah. Not to mention like his wife was crucified, like Oh, yeah. By Romans, like, <laughs> spreading Christianity, I suppose, at this no, point? No, they would not have been. So what's Romans the, were no, not, I guess not. Romans yeah, would be too early. Like hundreds of years. Yeah. He just uh, looks at her crucifix. My wife was killed on one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is all very triggering for me. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut now to the big, I call it the big tower place. I don't know what to fucking call this thing. Uh, slime Square. Slime Square. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> From Ghostbusters. Oh. Slime, so, Times Square Slime? Slime, slime Square. Slime squared. Is that from Ghostbusters 2? Ghostbusters yes, 2, true. indeed. With Lost Vigo? in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Lost in New York. <laughs> Imagine just a, like a comedy with Vigo, Lost in New York. It's <laughs> a fish out of water story. Also, Only I'd like to point out, there's a good reason, by the way, like Central Park exists. Nothing can be built in Central Park, let alone an 80-story tower that seems to be made of gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Central Park so, is so, like so, a so swamp, Marcus. basically. Mm. Like, that's, like, the, the geography of New York is dictated a lot by the land. Like, mm. there's a reason there's not many high-rises in, like, the village. And it's like, you can't build there. Like, that's why downtown and uptown have high-rises. And there's this big gap in the middle where there's none of it. Like, you can't build it. New York trivia. Huh. Nah. Marcus huh. fucking owned that shit. That's right. He figured it out. He's like, yeah, I'll use that my... future engineering to <laughs> yeah. good use. The tower is like this utopian, in quotes, setting. They're so very there's like a quotes. board meeting going on, and they're like... Of the bad guy board. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. all just meeting together. And they're but... like, so there's been a 15% drop in terrorist incidents and city expansion to 4th Street, 14th Street. What does the city expansion mean? Like the expansion of the Golden Tower? I guess. I guess so. Like, again, it's Central Park, so they want to take what starts at 50 something street and go all the way down to 14th which is the village with the tower uh but i guess they want to bulldoze all the uh dirty poor people <laughs> right yeah no, this is this is like a uh, well, maybe a cautionary really tale is, about maybe this really is about rudy Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no 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 that's more about criminalizing homelessness but yeah. whatever <laughs> which is essentially what he's doing Marcus is talking to this scientist dude, I guess, and he's, like, he's working I'll look on at something. these plans later. Right now, I'm going to talk to this creepy scientist. Right, uh, we don't know really what they're working on, but we know it's volatile. And then, in very classic movie trope, he's like, "You have until the end of the day." Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> what? And the doctor's do like, "It's not no, time." It's like the cake boss, <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins' cake <laughs> boss character. If only I had more time to make these cakes. <laughs> I like that rather than just saying it's like Cake Boss, you chose it's like Paul yeah. Dawkins <laughs> pretending to be the Cake Boss. We cut to like a gladiator arena that's also maybe on the roof, I guess. Maybe. Like I was confused about the geography. I was like, oh, is this gladiator a pit? At the bottom? No, I think it's I think it's roof. a pit at the top. At the top, right. <laughs> pit at the top. <laughs> Very uh, So then Marcus's girlfriend, what's her name? Kiala? Yeah, what, something like that. Wait a minute. Whatever. She's dressed up like a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, yeah. she is a Mortal Kombat right. character. Like, her dress is just, like, two, or her whatever it is, it's just, like, two lines. Yeah. It's just underwear. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's less than underwear. It's it. so crazy. Yeah. She's fighting Casey Jones on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> I have super shredder. Right yeah. <laughs> That's shredder. exactly who he is. <laughs> Ninja Turtle references. <laughs> uh, so she's just 
murdering some goons of unknown origin. Yeah, this is like her training. In this gladiator pit. Right. So, like, I guess we are supposed to think, between the statues and all this stuff, this is like, uh, he's trying to do some more Roman stuff. He's keeping his old traditions alive with, That's like, right. these gladiators. Then she stabs him in the heart. This Casey Jones motherfucker <laughs> with, like, a bunch of needles. Yeah, she keeps needles in her boot. <laughs> yeah. She pulls out her boot needles. And slams them through his heart, at which point he falls on the ground. And blood just always comes out of weird places in this. <laughs> like, she stabs him in the chest, and then blood just comes pouring out of his weird shredder mask. <laughs> I guess he's throwing up blood from, like, his stomach. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so she says she was slow. This is almost also hinting at that, like, perfection thing again. It's like, she won, right. much like Marcus in the beginning. It was like, it I was won beautiful, this guitar. but not did perfect. that sick solo. Yeah, he did that sick guitar riff. Yeah. Speaking of shredding. Sounded perfect to me. <laughs> He's yeah. the real super shredder. He's the real super shredder. <laughs> uh, so in this case, she defeated everybody, but she yeah. thinks she was too slow. So it wasn't perfect. But then he said, but the stroke was perfect. <sighs> and now you can stroke me off <laughs> which is basically what's about to happen yeah. yeah so there's some like weird misogyny shit and he's like you were worthless until i found you or whatever you were nothing until i found you she says that to him oh that's right herself. jesus it's really i was ingrained. nothing until you found me oh boy and then we get a flashback to 16th century japan why we should talk about the way these flashbacks are labeled which i have a problem with like this says 16th century japan where the previous flashback was like 125 AD, like a very specific date. This time it's not. Yeah. And it's nor is it a, like the places get more generic. Yeah. We'll, we'll find like, as we go through these flashbacks, like the format of the title cards is like kind of different. And I'm always like, why is it labeled yeah. like that? And again, in the director's cut, I don't think there is a title nope. card. No just, labels. So this looks really cool. Yeah. This is cool. I have no clue why it exists though. No. So what actually happens? It's very short. So We're here for like a minute. It's like a battlefield. Everything's like painted white. And Marcus is wearing this real clunky, heavy looking samurai armor yeah. that looks like really dope. Yeah. yeah. And he's riding on like a black horse like, oh, here I go. No, it's awesome. And he finds a dead Kiala. K-Y-A-L-A is how her name is spelled. Kiala? 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 That's the best uh, we got. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? They never they said it. Maybe say they couldn't the figure it out the themselves. Yeah, so like, I don't know how to say it. Skip it. it. But she's like got a spear stabbed in her. And she's dead. Well, she's immortal, which right. is, this is the first time we realize that, I suppose. And she makes some weird, like, I don't know. I see a person fighting, fighting goons with needles. I just assume they're immortal. <laughs> yeah. they're immortal. <laughs> I think that's that a, a fair assumption. Okay. But yeah, he pulls the spear out and she's like, <gasps> yeah. like <gasps> it's the freakiest <laughs> fucking thing. And she also is like crypt keeper yeah. yeah. And then she her likes... eyes go boing back into place. <laughs> Something yeah. else goes boing. That's you right. You know what I mean? But he's like, hey, I saved you. You're coming with me. Right. No, he says, he says, you will serve me for, for eternity, eternity, and you're too beautiful to kill. Yeah. So he just makes her like his slave woman. Yeah. Weird. Which apparently works. Yeah, I guess she's okay with it. Yeah, she's down. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess she's okay with it. I mean, I guess it's okay. She's cool with it, right? Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> this isn't weird programming shit. This she is learned. so weird. It is weird. Yeah. And then the flashback's over. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, it's just, I guess this is just to tell us that she's immortal. And knew, like, that he found her? I, I don't know. It's I feel like this could be so more. abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> you are just... immortal. You will serve me for eternity. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's so odd. And like, it's not built into a wider moment. So then we cut back to the present, or I guess in this case, the future of now. <laughs> but we resume the previous scene 
Uh, and Marcus is like, show me your gratitude. And then they just like fuck on their desk or There's whatever. There's a lot of like heavy duty open, open mouth, mouth oh, kissing. Like, they're like, ah. yeah. yeah. They both like open their mouths. Like, breathe into each other's really mouth. Really long before they actually kiss. It's really hot. So, so then he gets a message that the killer of Malik has escaped. And he's like, hey, find that guy. Bring him back with his head on. That's right. And then she's like, should I go get him? And he's like, no, this is more important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Boing. Uh, so then we cut back to the city streets. Streeps? <laughs> city streets. People on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Award winning actor, city streets. <laughs> Uh, so some cop cars go whizzing around. The camera pans down like a subway entrance, which I noticed is marked with a red 69 up, up top. top. <laughs> but I, I'm going to, I don't know if this is just an accident or I, I think it's a joke that it's 69. Oh. Because there is no nine train and the six train is not red. This maybe they ex- are in the future. Maybe they Pete. are in the future. They redid the, Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. These are the weird things I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I actually, no joke, I have a lot more Subway notes. This is Subway Rewatched. Yep. You've been your choo-choos. Subway, a Christopher <laughs> Lambert movie, right? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Luke, Luke Besson. That's why this is in the movie. Yeah. They That's said. why there's a Subway in New York. <laughs> yeah. Because that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where he favorite, has a glow stick. Yeah, my favorite uh, sandwich mascot, Jared. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's still okay, right? He's, he's your favorite child molester, I yeah, think. That's right. <laughs> my child favorite for- child molester. <laughs> <laughs> Rank. The child molesters. It goes Jared, Rome Polanski. <laughs> End of list. Mall Santa. Mall Santa. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> In my notes, it says Connor and Dahlia. Jesus Christ. Colin and Dahlia are looking for like a secret entrance, I guess. Uh, she's still just wearing underwear and a bra. But then she's like, they can't track us down here. Right. Why not? I don't know. I just future technology doesn't work underground. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The spider guys. It's oh, too they cramped. can't make it down there. Yeah. <laughs> My one weakness. <laughs> so they find this like there's like an underground community down there where this they is eat fried ridiculous. Uh, yeah, they eat fried lizards like hot dogs. There, yeah. yeah. And th- there's like pine needles on the the bun too. I was like, what is this sandwich? A lizard and pine, pine needles. needles. That's it. Oh, and mustard. Then somebody actually says the line, "I don't like rat soup." soup yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This is dumb. <laughs> Man, the just, future's hard. Uh, yeah, just give me a guy with a extendable hook hand eating a yeah, lizard. Like I know, right? Why don't they eat those that? mutant lizards? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, but they eat rat soup. Dolly says only obedient assholes live in the tower. Like, I'm not sure what this world is really. Like, we're not really sure why the tower or Marcus is bad. I mean, other than it seems like it's pretty authoritarian yeah. with all with the cop presence. But that's kind of our only clue, I suppose, as to, like, what life is like. Yeah. But al- although inside the tower, it seems to be fairly utopic, I guess. Why? Because people were wearing white in that yeah. one scene. <laughs> well, they were all wearing white. No, I think so. that's, like, supposed to be that's the, the visual cue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but they're know. all, like, under gunpoint. This might be my last subway note, but there's a sign that says they're at 43rd Street Station. That is mm. not that is not a subway station. Oh, really? No. Interesting. So 42nd Street. Mm. Is there a 44th? No. Because mm. there's a 42nd? No. <laughs> There's not a subway stop every block. I don't know. The Paco fucking does that. No, that's true. No, I guess it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the 12th, there's there's 12th and 13th, and then there's 15th, 16th. It's like, that was a waste. <laughs> there's a 9th and 10th, too. It's like, no one knows how to walk. No one knows how well, to Well, there's not walk. a 9th and 10th street There's stop. a 9th, 10th stop. There's yeah, but, it, but 12th, it's, it's just stop. labeled 9th, 10th, because it's in the middle of the block. 
Yeah, I get it. But then there's a... <laughs> this is going to become the argument of the yeah. episode. No! <laughs> it's then, not really like... But, it's not like the train stops at 9th Street, then goes a block and stops at 10th no, Street. No, but then it's like it goes two blocks and stops at 12th Street. Now that's... It goes literally no space. <laughs> it, it's it's like, like real dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, it makes no sense. It. Why would you space the subway that way? There's no, the, 40, the 48 bus in Philadelphia. <laughs> the stops are too close also. What's this? So, welcome to Septo Rewatched. Oh, the Broad Street on uh, or the Market Street bus also stops fucking every block. It's like eighth, ninth. It's like at least go every other one. It's such a waste of time. Anyway, you could stay in the walk a little more, you fat pieces of shit. <laughs> Philly is like the second or third fattest city in America. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, and I think the first ugliest. That is true. Absolutely. We were rated by (laughs) some magazine that rated Philadelphia the ugliest city in America. Not architecture, people. People. This is a magazine that rated people. People. (laughs) What about just scumbags? Fuck People magazine? Yeah, it was People magazine. Anyway, off topic. Uh, (laughs) That was perfectly on point. (laughs) It should all stay in. So it's harder for them to get sick underground, so that's why they live underground. Right. Which... I guess so. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It actually seems to me like the lack of sunlight and being in close proximity, having no choice but to be in close proximity <laughs> like no to people, air. and being surrounded by vermin, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, rats all don't th- rats don't carry disease, right? Let's put them in a soup. <laughs> yeah, like, I think all these things together might cause a problem, but I'm not the doctor. Nope, doctor, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> Jim Burns is the doctor. Yeah, Jim Burns. It's just Doc. His name is Doc. His name is Doc, and he's a doctor. How about that, <laughs> he has only one leg. And he has a weird robot egg yeah. leg. Do you think the one leg thing is like intentional? Because yes. of, oh, okay. It because is. of Jim Burns. Yep. Okay. It's like it was an intentional decision. An homage to mm-hmm. is that insulting? I don't know. I, I was confused. I I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah. oh, is this weird that they like just because it's voiced by him? Although maybe it's inclusionary. Sure. I don't know. I don't know either. It's interesting. So there's a sick little girl that he's tending to. Yeah. So we see how, like, well, because she can't get the vaccine. And without any vaccine, we're really driving the point home now. Yeah. These people are toasty. They're all going to die. So Dahlia takes Colin to, like, her little underground pink room or whatever it is. For some discount prostituting. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, like, a little toy bear on a swing he pushes around. Yeah, for some reason. I wasn't sure what that was. This is the toy bear on a swing in uh, the episode where he gives Hand the house. It's a callback to that. <laughs> To the Blitz. <laughs> yeah. To and the there's blitz. like that horror movie ending to that <laughs> yeah. episode where there's like strange music and a bear on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, what's the bear oh, going to no. do? In the, in, the, <laughs> in the director's cut, Colin says, they called it the Blitz. <laughs> Speaking of Blitzes, that's what Dolly wants to do because yeah. he's like, why did you bring me here? And she's like, I want to fuck you because all my clientele are fat, disgusting <laughs> slobs. Yeah. And she's like, I need that like clean dick. <laughs> I need that clean dick. And Colin's got, like, ripping abs and, like, cum gutters. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Why? What? <laughs> He's got... <laughs> what are cum gutters? Those are the fucking... Yep. Uh... <laughs> Amen knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's when you have the, the lines above your crotch. Like the V? Yes. Uh... Like Brad Pitt has them. Yeah, Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Mm. That's like oh, that's okay. peak cum gutters. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Wait, he took off his shirt? No, you can see through the shirt. I mean, like oh. the shirt is so tight. You oh, can oh, see. oh, oh, oh okay. a cartoon. 
Somebody drew it like that, guys. He's a very hot cartoon character. <laughs> He's got supple lips as well. So she just starts like disrobing and is like, yeah, I don't ask too many questions. Let's just... Uh... Well, she comes over to him naked and she starts talking and he like he puts, puts his, his hand, hand in, in her face. Like, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you've been. Or and no, she, I do know where you've been. Yeah. And it's disgusting. Yeah, and hanging out with Freddy. Yeah. And then she's also like, there's something weird about this. Like the dialogue doesn't quite match what he's doing. Because he's like got his hand in front of her face and she's like, you like what you see, don't you? And it's like, <laughs> obviously not. Yeah. He's, 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 covering, yeah. he's covering your face. Uh, <laughs> What she really wants is him to help her steal vaccine. Right. Because they never say the vaccine. They always say, I need you to help me steal vaccine. Yeah. Like, that's like the brand name. (laughs) Is that like how you actually, is that how grammatically that works? In the future it is. (laughs) No, because there's multiple vaccines. Yeah. Steal vaccine. That sounds like a porn name. I'm steal vaccine. (laughs) I thought the scene kind of mirrors the flashback. With Moya and Marcus, which I thought was interesting. Like, Moya came to Marcus and oh, like, presented right. her body, like, as a trade, and Dolly's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, she says, like, all these people are going to die. Don't you care? And he's like, no. Yeah. I don't. And just, like, shuts the door. Yeah, if you thought Connor McLeod was an apathetic hero, like, a reluctant this hero. This motherfucker is the most apathetic <laughs> guy in all of history. Yes. He cares about nothing but vengeance. Hey, Rewatchers, we've got a sale going on now, and it's just for you. The Highlander Collectible Magnet Set is available on our Etsy and Facebook pages. How much does it cost? It's only $15 for a collectible set of five awesome magnets. You're kidding me. It's less than $3 for magnet? That's right. This is cheap as fuck. Yeah, with (laughs) such cool, unique artwork. Where else can you get? Like, you can even buy a print for that much. No. Prints are more expensive. And this shit will last, I would say, a lifetime. These are high-quality, durable magnets. They are heavy-duty. And they feature... away from your phone. Don't like (laughs) your phone. (laughs) I tried it. I put one of these magnets on my phone. Everything was lost. (laughs) Eamon's life's work. My life was ruined. My tax returns were on that thing. Wow. You do your taxes on your phone? Gone. Yep. (laughs) TurboTax does actually have a very efficient app to be discussed later. (laughs) Are they paying us for this? Yes. Hopefully one day. (laughs) Hopefully one day, but not this day. So these magnets feature the likenesses of Duncan McLeod, Amanda, Joe, Mythos. And Duncan Part 2. And Duncan Part 2. A Scott. Scottish warrior, Duncan. Duncan. <laughs> Let's do it together. Yeah. So, so make, buy, make sure you pick your, your magnet set, set today. You can find them on our Facebook store or on Etsy. I can't understand you when there's only one of you talking. <laughs> anyway, check them out. They're really awesome. And add them to your collection. Today. Back to the show. So then we cut outside, uh, and Dahlia is running after Colin, and I guess they, well, they end up in Times Square. And a message comes in on a giant screen mm-hmm. that was projected for, I don't know who, but like, there it is. Yeah, who is that for? I don't know. Why does that screen even work? What? Nothing else works. The whole place is... The tower works. Everything in the tower works just fine. Well, it's the tower is all... fine, but this is outside. The t- this is like dumpy land. <laughs> Uh, where this is dumpy i mean everything's all blown up yeah anyway that's all hardly yeah that hardly matters he's doing some broadcast saying like hey man you should come be obedient and live in my tower yeah and you'll be okay he says let's build a perfect world together Ooh, perfection comes up again 
I'll make your dreams come true, all in a world of safety, beauty, and prosperity. Your obedience is all it takes. Come, let us build our perfect world together. So it's not like a weird 1984-ish sort of like mm. thing. Come, gutters. Come. <laughs> so what is Mac's response to this? Uh, he fucking <laughs> goes, Marcus. And then he grabs a fucking parking meter and rips it out uh, of the, the ground. ground and hurls it yes. like a spear. Well, I guess that doesn't happen yet. That doesn't he's about yet, to do it. He's it about a flashback. But yeah, so with he, one hand. He one, with hands, one hand. He hulks out. Then we have a flashback, and he's on, like, we go through the forest, and now he's standing on a cliff with, like, a sword. Right. I think we're supposed to believe this is Moya's resting place. Yes. yes. Now, whose sword is that? Because then he's holding another sword. There are more than one sword. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Whose sword is that? <laughs> but that looks like a good one. <laughs> and then he has, like, a Maybe he's got one. a better one. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. in this movie, there are I think more than all... One sword. <laughs> I think all Colin's swords all are shit. All the same one. Like, all of his swords just break. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, that, get a better sword. I actually like that it is thematically. Cool. It is cool. Because then at the end, he, get, he finally gets a good one. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> warning. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> there are more than one sword. That's the dumbest sentence I've ever said. I'm sorry, Eamon. No, that's okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I didn't know. I honestly had no yeah, idea. There was only one. I was like, what? <laughs> so then we got a lot of, like, fun cello action music for lots of thumping around. This is the first time, I guess, Colin alpha revenge so we cut to the roman camp and marcus is in there he is shredding on a loot yeah, yeah. loot shredding colin, colin has the same ability as every highlander lead where he can just sneak in wherever he wants yeah with no problems well in, in his defense it's a lot easier in this because he can jump so it's a lot easier to scale this fort wall because yeah. they just show him like leaning up against this wall and then two seconds later he's like up top with yeah. two dead romans right. up top so he dresses up like a roman mm -hmm. he's approaching marcus's tent and then he goes bananas he's like blah, 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 and i guess he gets the buzz he for the very the first time baby's first buzz that's pretty cool and he like drops to his knees his eyes pop out of their sockets he's like yeah. <laughs> oh course, this is cool and this this like blows his cover like all the other right and his load. <laughs> so Marcus appears, and then Colin goes on a murder spree, and he just charges Marcus and just starts cutting people Cuts down. The shit out it's of like people. a POV thing too. Yeah. Like we're running along with him, just seeing Romans in front of him kind of melts mm -hmm. in explosions of violence. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. But Colin's sword gets knocked out of his hand, and there's like a million spears around him. This is kind of a cool visual. But then Marcus is like, "Let's make a deal." For some reason. And he's like, if you kill me, you live. Yeah, it's not so much a deal. I mean, that's just a... like the rule of fighting. Like, the rules of <laughs> having a saying, battle. Let's, like, let's have a fight. Yeah. Well, I guess he's got all these other goons. Right. So it's like, it's for the goons. Like, if I For the goons. Yeah. That's actually was the the fourth thing in the battle chant they did. For glory, for freedom, for goons. Yeah. For goons. But if he did kill him, wouldn't they all see him get the quickening? So then, yeah, we cut to this field. Field on a cliff. Field on a cliff. Field on a cliff. <laughs> and what's going on, Eamon? Colin is naked on a horse, and Marcus is clothed on his uh, other horse. Yeah. And there are two swords. Shirts versus skins. Shirts, shirts, shirts versus and skins, skins yeah. yeah. Two swords are, like, embedded in the field, and they have to, like, gallop their horse and get the sword and then fight each other, right. I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of cool. This is cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like the way they diametrically oppose these two characters. Like, Colin is like freaking out like when he's riding the horse he's like bah! like he's like amped up and marcus is like cool as shit like yeah he's smirking he rides like when he rides he's like perfectly vertical like he's it's like he's trotting around so anyway they both get at these one swords. point i don't get it 
Marcus somehow like seems to make his horse fly. Yeah, in the yeah. Air. They, so, like, not the, only people jump high, yeah. horses, horses can jump yeah. some 50 horses. Feet. Yeah, so like they're charging at each other, and then his horse just like <laughs> leaps through the yes. sky and then flies around. <laughs> like I, he doesn't actually fly around, but like <laughs> what Pegasus. the f? <laughs> like then he comes down and for the first time in this movie, this is awesome. Slices his sword in half yeah. and then also splits his face open yeah. and like and Colin's head is filled with diet coke and Marcus's yeah. sword is made of Mentos because yeah. it just blows. <laughs> and then his lifeless corpse is galloping away <laughs> while it's still like yeah. shooting blood everywhere. This is actually really cool though. Yeah, like the way like this, this is filmed is cool and it's and, also like, animated really well. Like that's a hard thing to animate like a lifeless body on a fucking horse yeah but marcus seems must seem insane to his soldiers because colin's sword gallops off with his like dead body on it and then marcus is like i'll oh, handle this yeah, I'm trying to handle blood. yeah. <laughs> and he follows him and colin is the luckiest person ever because the horse gallops and gallops and gallops and then he falls off the horse onto a stonehenge yeah yes oh where the demons dwell that's right. Yeah. Stonehenge. So here's my question. by a dwarf. <laughs> so here's my second geography question of the show. The flashback was supposed to take place in northern England. They land in Stonehenge, which is in Salisbury, which is definitively in southern England. It could just be a different, a different Stonehenge. Stone circle. There's more Stonehenges, like more swords. That's right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a stone circle. I guess I it is. Know. I don't know. It seemed like it was Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. There are other... Stone hinge. There's more hinges. So, yeah, more just hinges. A glass hinge. hinge. Mm-hmm. There's a rubber hinge. Well, this is shell hinge. <laughs> this is. There's a lot of shells. Shells. See and ghosts. It's a ghost hinge. <laughs> ghost hinge is what it actually is. Yeah. So Marcus is like, shit. I can't kill you because you are on holy ground. And doesn't feel like waiting around. I guess he's yeah. like, I got other shit to do. So he just leaves. And then I dig this montage. It's great, but I don't understand it. <laughs> well, I think it, it in this universe. Either it takes much longer to heal in general, unlike the Highlander show where people get fucking blown away and wake up in yeah. two seconds. Though in this, sometimes people heal really quickly. Yeah. Maybe you it's know. because it's his first, like he's young, he doesn't have enough power to heal quicker. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But yeah. uh, there's this montage of like the sun going up and down and his like face like comes Stitches back together. Stitches itself back together. Because uh, I'm yeah. a weirdo, I counted the sunrises. Oh. This, I think... 14 days go by. Wow. So two weeks, he's just chilling. Colin wakes up. There's yeah, like a, a, a cool bolt of lightning, and he's like, bam. Face. Yeah. And the eye thing happens again. Boing. They come back into place. And then we meet Amergan. 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 Fuck yeah. So he's this weird spirit he's dude. A ghost of a druid priest. <laughs> right. For some reason. What the fuck? I don't what know. What is this? But again, and, this is just like a thing I feel like we have to buy into because it's an anime. Like, this is a anime feature from yeah. Karajiri that's in this movie. <laughs> that he just has this like weird smart ass spirit ghost guide. Friend. Yeah. Like, there's no way this was ever in the original script. Yeah. I would bet a million dollars. Like, Every Kawajiri movie has this old man with a stick character. So this is definitely something he, like, forced into this movie. Yeah. And then he, like, explains he, to him the rules. Of the game. Right. But he's yeah. not an immortal. Like, he's a ghost or a yeah. spirit. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, get it I don't know. And also, that's another J- Japanese version, right? Like, cut, right? There's, like, more explanation of the rules. Yeah. Because, I guess, Bill Panzer and Peter Davis did not think the American audience needed more of a primer like Mm. they're like they get it we don't need to explain it more in the director's version it's more of an interaction 
whereas in the American version, it just seems more like voiceover. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it does him, feel like a voiceover yeah. in the American version. Colin tries to kill Amargan with his like broken sword, and Amargan's trying to like warn him. He's like, "Well, what's it matter? Like, I'm immortal now." And Amargan's like, "Well, pain or whatever." And then he gets fucking struck by lightning. Oh yeah, which is like the first movie. Yes, oh, right. It is very similar. What to you're the first experiencing movie. is the quickening. the quickening. Now yeah. I was trying to figure out like, did Amargan like <laughs> that name? Oh my god, Amargan. Ham hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> did he? summon the lightning or i assumed it was because colin picked up the sword it was like a lightning rod like a lightning yeah, rod that's what i thought that's what i thought yeah because doesn't the telling Amber him like, tell him to put careful. it down yeah, yeah it's like put it down that's so stupid like he could foresee that he was going to get struck by lightning because he's like yeah. a ghost man yeah and he does appear to have knowledge like he knows the romans are at that moment leaving mm-hmm. England. Right. oh and at, at this point he turns into a rabbit by the yeah. way because he's not satisfied with just being a ghost man he's like might as well turn, <laughs> into, turn a into a rabbit, rabbit. yeah <laughs> Can he, like, possess nearby things? Is that what he's doing? I don't know what he's doing. He can just make their eyes glow and talk. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> that is something. <laughs> it's, this is the, the mo- one of the most out there pieces of this. Like, yeah. I just don't understand what's going on here. And they never really explain the ghost Or character. attempt to. No. It's like, do all immortals have a spirit guide? I want to meet them all. Let's have a movie about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to catch them all. That's right. I have a note here uh, that you can see Colin's nutsack. Anybody pick that one up? No. <laughs> no. His well, cartoon nutsack. <laughs> he's got his little, like, he's like tidy whities on from the horse, right? But they're mm. like real short. And so when he's talking to Ghost Man, like from the back, you see like his butt, but his like legs are spread. So you see his little flabby babbies. I thought. <laughs> Maybe it's just a stray line. Flabby babbies. Yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, <laughs> guys, I don't you, know you about... gotta rewatch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rewind it to see those nuts. <laughs> It's one of our grossest podcasts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so blue today. <laughs> Fucking Colin's done with this shit. He doesn't want to like learn anything more, and he runs off. He and there's, runs like, cool music, like forty billion miles yeah. to the coast, and he's like running over rocks and shit. Right, and so at this point, the Romans are leaving. I guess they've done their job, yeah. destroying everybody. Yeah, and they're off in their boats. And then Colin takes his sword and he chucks it into the ocean at them. And then but- this is where we get a transition back to the present and the. Sword turns into the parking meter, which is pretty cool. Hurled several stories. Yeah, like. And half a block. Into a screen. (laughs) Into the screen, which is. As Marcus's face on it. Nuts. Yes. This is awesome. It is cool. I I love this transition. But it's insane. (laughs) Everything that's insane about this is cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Except for maybe Ghost Man. Like, there's there's two kinds of insanity in this movie. There's stuff that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And then there's, like, crazy exaggerated stuff that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just fountains of blood and just, like, I don't know. A man single-handedly pulling a parking (laughs) meter out of the ground (laughs) and throwing it up a skyscraper. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Out Amazing. Of, out of pure vengeance. Pure vengeance. Pure, oh, he's, he's searching search for, for <laughs> search for that vengeance. That brings us to the close of this episode. Before we give our thoughts on the past couple scenes, you guys want to play a game? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this game is similar to Kyle's game. This is going to be uh, anime dub quotes. So I'm going to read you a quote, and you have to tell me if this is actually from an anime or if it's not. Keith, the first quote. Get lost. You wouldn't recognize a goddamn vampire if one jumped up and bit you on the end of your fucking dick. So get off my back. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I'll say it's an anime. Yes. Hey, 
That is from Cyber City Oedo 808, directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. <laughs> wow. And that line is uttered by the character Ben 10. Oh, <laughs> boy. B-E-N-T-E-N is the name of that character. Isn't there a... Yeah, cartoon. There is. <laughs> yep. Oh, what? And this is before that cartoon Tune Ben 10, 10 came out. So that's interesting. Weird. Kyle, are you ready for the next round? Yeah. To make a mistake is human, but to really fuck things up, you need a computer. Ain't that right, shithead? Is that from an anime or not? No. Yes, it is. It is? What's that? It is. It is also from Cyber City. (laughs) 808. 808. Wow. To make a mistake is human, but to really fuck things up, you need a computer. Ain't that right, shithead? (laughs) All right, Keith. It's a funny quote. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Adios, bozo. This time I'm downloading you straight into hell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to say not. It is. Jesus. It is a quote from Cyber City OEO. <laughs> Directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. <laughs> Kyle, are you ready? Yes. It's true what they say. Smoking is bad for your health, especially when it's your own flesh you're smoking. Yes. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> that is from the anime Devil Man. Devil Man. Devil Man. Devil Man Care. Devil Man Care. It's one-to-one. Tied Tied up. up. Keith, are you ready? I'm ready, sir. Men have always fought each other, always creating chaos. That's familiar and safe. They know where they are in those circumstances. But to hazard a step into the unknown and actually love one another is far too risky for them. So if the demons (laughs) do invade the world, bringing terror and misery with them, do you think that men might welcome them as bearers of what they desire? (laughs) That's yes, that's from anime. That's correct. <laughs> it's from Demon City Shinjuku. <laughs> oh my god. Uttered by the character Mephisto. Kyle, are you ready? I am very excited. <laughs> what the hell is this? Some kind of shit for brains joke? Yes. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> that is from the anime Devil Man. Devil Man. Is is Kawajiri associated with Devil Man? He is at not all? associated with Devil Man. It is on Netflix, I believe. Oh, yes. Devilman Crybaby. Is that like a variation? or It is. Hmm? It's like a retelling. Is it's that good. like Boss Baby? Yeah, it's like the Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah. Devilman Devil Man Boss, Boss Baby. baby. <laughs> Keith, are you ready? I'm ready. Hi there, Mr. Fuckwitch. You're beginning <laughs> to look a little run down. Let me give you a helping hand. Uh, yes, it's from an anime. <laughs> yes, it is from an anime. That is from the anime... Devil man. <laughs> okay, Kyle, are you ready? Akira, do you feel any change happening inside you yet? No, nothing. Absolutely zippo. Then somehow we fucked up. <laughs> I kind of wish this one wasn't because it says Akira in the name, yeah. but I'm going to guess that it is. Yes, it is. It is also from Devil Man. It's not from Akira. No, not from Akira. I... I'm still keeping score. Yeah. <laughs> we all know. Keith, this is the final round. Oh, cool. Are you ready? Now listen here, Rio. If you ever say that again, I'll rip your fucking head off and shit down your neck, okay? <laughs> yes, that's from an animal. Yep, that's right. You both win. Yay! Or whatever. <laughs> that was so, fun. So, sorry I lied. No, <laughs> that's a... Uh, hearing lines from animes pulled out like that is an insane thing. Yep. Yep. So it's a, the best. There's a thing, this company, Manga Entertainment, who... Originally, I think, was an English company. They would do something called 15-ing, where in, like, England or something, there was a rating that was, like, 15 and up. Right. So they'd put all these extra curses in the movies so that they would automatically get this, like, R rating. I don't know why that was desirable. Huh. But... 
that's why anime dubs have all this extra cursing. Interesting. That doesn't appear in the original script. Huh. So that's why these are so fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's for like to make it seem like, well, this is not a kid's cartoon. Like if people yeah. think, oh, it's a cartoon, it must be for kids. Yeah. To like automatically make sure no one thinks that. I guess. I don't but know. why would they care? Yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they shouldn't care. More sales. Get those kids buying this shit. Yeah. Get those kids buying this shit. All right, guys. So what do we think about the uh, kind of next chapter of Highlander, The Search for Vengeance? It's not as good as the first part. It's not. Well, it's got less pizzazz. Yeah. yeah it's definitely got less uh, going on for it. Right. The highlight for me is the throwing the parking meter. Because it's in the bananas. Because it's insane. Yeah. That, and I like the horse fight. Yes, the horse fight. <laughs> those two horses Oh, fight. yeah, those two yeah. horses were going at it. <laughs> yeah. Horse awesome. fighting. Yeah. It's, it's still good. It's just kind of maybe winding down a little bit. Not winding down, but it's not as like action-packed as yeah. the first half. Yeah, definitely. But we're starting to learn, like, now we're finally getting some story. I think this movie does a pretty commendable job. Again, having not seen this in, like, over 10 years, I was kind of going into this thinking this was going to be, like, an action fest. Like, it's a cartoon. It's like, they're just going to be cutting people and shooting people. This movie has a fair amount of story and backstory. Yeah, it does. I mean, this has more backstory than Highlander 2 or 3 does. Still couldn't tell you the plot of those movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fair. It's fairly well paced in terms of like how often action beats fall and things like that. Yeah. Got this weird looming thread of sexual violence that's crept its way into this, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's just grimy. It's a bummer we have to talk about that seemingly every time we talk about, we talk about, about it without anything <laughs> yeah. about Highlander. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just it's just omnipresent. Yeah. And this one's hard to figure out. Is it uh, an Abramowitz thing or a Kawajiri thing? Because Kawajiri, he has a reputation for having lots of rape in his movies. It's actually not true. He just has so much rape in two of his movies <laughs> <laughs> that it overshadows right. all of his other work. Wow. It, it's creepy. <laughs> Crazy. That's a fun thing to yeah. <laughs> yeah. end this on. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. But I am, you know, I like that there's a conflict there between these guys that's being set up, you know. And I like kind of the visual of the whole thing that, like, he represents Rome and civilization. Yeah. And he's, like, this outsider, this kind of ruffian and i'm interested to see how that theme will continue developing awesome well we can all see how it develops in our upcoming episode thanks everybody for listening join us next week when we're going to be talking about more highlander the search for vengeance i've been one of your rewatchers i'm keith this is kyle this is Eamon. bye bye see ya. Yeah, Jesus, well known to hang out with prostitutes like our girl Dahlia. That's right. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Well, maybe you should have, Eamon. (laughs) Maybe you should have. (laughs) So, Jesus. (laughs) Come (laughs) on.